P A P E R R A D I O You're tuned to Paper Radio. This is the second episode of Thomas and Slay's three-part series, Weather. We have other projects. We have stumbled upon them rather than actively taken them up. If someone has a good idea, we all tend to take an interest in it. David goes through the piles of old newspapers next to the fire and cuts out the sections relating to weather. He thinks that if we can map out the patterns from the recent past, we may be able to predict what might happen in the future. He stacks the maps in chronological order and writes out the temperature for each day in long, tidy rows, both the highs and the lows. He looks for a pattern. We help him in quiet ways. Jane is writing an equation to figure out what might come next. It's 47 pages long. Dan sighs. The weather forecasters have not reappeared. At first we thought this would be a temporary shortage, but it shows no sign of abating. They have been gone for four months now. Sylvia maintains it has been six months. Carl looks out the window and says it has been at least seven Facts are thin on the ground. We do know that the weather forecasters aren't here anymore and we have no way of finding out what the weather is going to be. There are no helpful isobars or weather maps, no small glum symbols for the rain. Every morning we wake up and rush to the window. We press our faces against the panes of glass to see how the day will unfold. Most usually we get up before dawn. We are always getting up then. Francis gets out of bed first and puts some washing in the washing machine. Then we wait by the window until we are able to see what the weather will be. Some days it is sunny and others the rain is coming down. There are a myriad of combinations and possibilities between and beyond these two parameters. It makes us all tired to have to get up so early. If it is sunny, Simon puts the washing on the line. As soon as we anticipate what the day will be like, we are immediately and vastly unsatisfied. We are consumed by the thought of the next day, even by the thought of that afternoon or the next hour. We ache to know what the sky will be like and how the temperature will change. Sue has a rain gauge that she uses to measure the rainfall. She records the amounts in a small notebook where she has ruled the pages in two columns one for the date and one for the amount of rain. Every morning, after we have seen the dawn, she goes across the backyard to the fence where the gauge hangs and takes down the level. In the silent hours between daybreak and breakfast, we wait for her to come back. When she does, we look tentatively at the new entry. We love this new, unknown information, but we are also scared of it. We love the way we can compare it to the other entries in the notebook. If there has been no rain, Sue counts the dew, the minuscule condensation that collects inside the container. She writes in the notebook, 0.009 mils. This satisfies us.
we are utterly bereft if there is no data. That was Weather Part 2 by New Zealand writer Thomason Slay. It featured Thomason's own voice, along with sound design by Miyuki Yoki Ranta and an album illustration by Ned Winlock. You'll find more episodes at paperradio.net. Thanks for listening. <laughs>